This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The 1-1 pitch is drilled into the gap in left center field, and that ball is gone. A solo home run. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, Cougar Baseball fans. Welcome in to Dishfalk Fields on the campus of the University of Texas, where tonight the BYU Cougars coming in with a record of 2-2. Two and two. We'll take on the 0-3 Texas Longhorns. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade. Tuck, the four-game series against the Longhorns. Let's get this one going, right? Yeah, excited, excited to get this going. All the tradition that you have in this stadium and in this program, fun to get a chance to play them. Absolutely. Before we get to our first pitch and our lineups, let's let you hear from the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mike Littlewood. I asked Coach after the two-game the four-game split, each team winning two in San Marcos. I asked Coach Littlewood how his pitching stacks up heading into this series. Well, I think out of uh, any of the four games, just going into them tonight's probably uh, where we're going to be the lightest. Um, Our Saturday starter, Jack Sterner, is in the pen for us tonight as uh, an if-necessary guy. Cooper McKeon might have to come back tonight after 32 pitches last night and match up with somebody. Boston Mabius is definitely going to have to uh, come back. But we're hoping Easton can give us five or six good ones, and then we'll try to piece it together after that. And, and uh, you know, Jack Sterner may have to come in and throw two or three innings, and then we'll replace his start on Saturday with uh, Carter Smith. So we'll just have to see how it goes. But then everybody should be good to go by uh, Thursday with, with Bryce's start. You come in 2-2. Two and two, You're facing an 0-3 Texas team. Just a quick thought on the Longhorns. Well, they're an incredible team. I've watched two out of the three games they've played. They're big and physical and athletic. Uh, they, they really pitch it. Um, they they played Arkansas, Old Miss. I mean, they played some. I mean, it was a top ten tournament, uh, top ten team tournament in the country. And so, um, you know, they struck out a bunch of times, as we mentioned last night, forty six times in three games. They will not do that against our, our pitching staff. I like our pitching staff. Our pitching staff is really good, but uh, those were power arms they were facing. I mean, they were upper nineties arms, and we're low nineties arms. And so, we're gonna have to really pitch it, uh, throw it where we want, play defense uh, to be able to keep up with these guys. And uh, but we're, I really believe we're gonna give them all they can handle. Coach, good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you afterwards. All right, thanks, Chef. Conversation with head coach Mike Littlewood, brought to you by DoTerra, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. And we are ready for first pitch. Let's get to our starting lineup, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Our first pitch in to the leadoff man, Andrew Pintar, is in for ball one. Andrew leading things off for the Cougars, batting second, Mitch McIntyre, and Austin Deming will hit third on the mound. They're facing Pete Hansen. A 1 0 pitch. Call on the outside, strike one. Hansen pitched an inning, giving up a run, so he comes in with an ERA of nine. The 1-1 pitch to Pintar. Strike two. And then Pete Hansen came into this weekend. We expected him to be possibly a Thursday to Friday starter, but uh, only had a short start last weekend, and they pushed him to today, and he's a, he's a good left-handed arm with a power breaking ball. Richard Freshman from El Dorado Hills, Colorado. 1-2 pitch. Ball two. 
Two balls, two strikes to the leadoff man, Andrew Pintar. Finishing out the batting order for the Cougars, batting fourth. Playing first base, Jacob Rogers. He'll be followed by Cole Gamble, Hayden Latham, Sean Rimmer, Abe Valdez, and Brock Watkins. The 2-2 pitch to Pintar. Ground ball to third. Third baseman backs up. Strong throw over to first Ooh, and in time. in time. Nice play by Cam Williams, the redshirt junior from Odessa, Florida. And the Cougar leadoff man is retired here in the top of the first inning. Yeah, that, uh, that last high hop almost gave Pintar a chance to beat that out, but just, just got him in time. Mitch McIntyre, who had himself quite a game in San Marcos last night. A couple of hits, RBI also. Got the win for the BYU Cougars on the mound. Shows bunt, pulls it back, and looks at strike one. Mitch McIntyre's kind of the Swiss Army knife. He can pretty much do anything. He can run, he can field, he can hit, and he, he can pitch. He really is. He, it was so huge for us last night. Big outing for him. Hanson with the 0-1 pitch. The ground ball to second. Fielded by Campbell over to first. And quickly two down here in the top of the inning. Yeah, good swing right there. Just hit it right to the second baseman. Made a nice, easy play. Austin Deming will now be the batter for the Cougars with the bases empty and one out. Dish Falk Field, gorgeous facility here in Austin, Texas. There are people here, but I believe it's just family and friends. I don't believe these are any spectators here tonight. Well, they um, they sold a few to their, their their boosters and their season ticket holders. And I think they're at 25% capacity between family and their, their booster club season ticket holders. Deming looks at strike one, so 0-1 to the Cougar third baseman. Hanson kicks and delivers the 0-1. Chopped foul, and Austin finds himself behind. No balls and two strikes. Yeah, the, the lineup looks a little different today, Shep, that you'll see as we go through because we we, we, we took away a couple of left-handed hitters facing this left-handed pitcher. Coming up in the bottom of the inning, Easton Walker will be taking the mound for the BYU Cougars tonight, as you heard Coach Littlewood talk about. The 0-2 pitch to Deming. Strike three looking, and 1-2-3 go the Cougars to begin the game here in Austin, heading to the bottom of the first scoreless ball game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Shep and Tuck with you from Austin, Texas. Bottom of the first inning, BYU went 1-2-3 in the top of the inning facing the lefty Pete Hansen. Now, Easton Walker, the righty, the senior from Pleasant Grove, Utah. He's pitched three and a third, 0-1 record. He'll be the starting pitcher for the BYU Cougars. Well, you know, we went with Walker today for the sole purpose, the fact that he is our veteran leader on this staff. And he's been there, done that, and he's faced some big opponents in his career. And we figured that this stage right here could give us a good chance to get a good start to this series. First three batters that Easton will face. Batting leadoff, Mike Antico, wearing number five. Number 30, Eric Kennedy. And number zero, Trey Faltini. Defensively for BYU. In left field, Hayden Latham, center field, Mitch McIntyre, Cole Gamble in right, Austin Deming at third, Watkins at short, Pintar at second, Jacob Rogers at first, 
in catching Easton Walker. Abraham Valdez, the designated hitter today for BYU, by the way, will be Sean Rimmer. And Antico steps into the batter's box. Hitting 083, 12 at bats, has one hit. And he looks at strike one from Easton. Walker delivers the 0-1, misses away. Well, the one thing you're going to look at all these Longhorn hitters averages today, and they're, they're not going to impress you. They faced three of the best teams in the country yes. their first three games with some elite power arms, and they were facing guys throwing 96 to 98, and they had a tough weekend last week. Swing and a foul out of play. One ball and two strikes now on Antico. When you look at who Texas played and the fact that all three were in the top ten, you had number seven Mississippi State, number eight Arkansas, number six Ole Miss. It's almost like why would you even do that to yeah, yourself? It's a, it was a great tournament, a little Big 12 SEC action. One-two pitch. Ball two, the count even at two balls and two strikes. And, you know, it's just it became contagious on the weekend. They, I think they struck out 46 times in the three games, and it, but they're facing elite arms, right. and they just kept striking out, striking out, and it turns into basically con just contagious to where everyone was just up there with no confidence. 2-2 two -two pitch. Check swing by Antico. Pitch misses. So a full count to the leadoff man, Mike Antico, redshirt senior from Colts Neck, New Jersey. Colts neck sounds like it would be in Texas, not New Jersey. Yeah, no kidding, right? The payoff pitch. Swing and a Good miss. Walker strikes out Antico for the first out of the inning. Nice pitch there by Easton. We were, we were kind of laughing as a staff. We're like, man, they're going to be excited to see someone who only throws 90-91 today. <laughs> I mean, the arm that they faced from Arkansas on Saturday was 96-98 for five innings, Shep. Yep. That is they called him a, um, a Bueller um, from the Dodgers, like, clone, you know, and it's just like, my goodness. Number 30, Eric Kennedy showing bunt, takes strike one. And what I love about Walker in this kind of setting and tone is that he's a bulldog, and he's not afraid of anything. You know, he's a guy that's been kind of overlooked his whole career because he's not the biggest guy, doesn't have the biggest arm, but he's one of the most just amazing pitchers. He just knows how to pitch. No balls, one strike. One out, nobody on here in the bottom of the first. The 0-1 pitch. Misses, ball one. So one and one now to Eric Kennedy from Tampa, Florida. New Jersey and Florida. Absolutely. Couple from Florida, one from Louisiana, which is not that far away. 1-1 one, one pitch. Ground ball right up the middle, bounces off the pitcher's mound. Shortstop Watkins gloves and throws to Rodgers at first in time. And quickly two away here in the bottom of the inning. Yeah, had him shifted that way, and Watkins was playing up the middle. That's normally a single there, but because of where he's playing, it's right at him and gets rid of it. That guy was getting down the line right there, and he still was bang-bang at first. That ball launched off the mound. If you think back to being a kid and you build a ramp and you, you yep. jump your bike off, that's kind of what that pitch or that ball after it was hit looked like. Yeah, it really did. It got more air than I normally did, though, on my bike. Definitely more than your vertical, huh, Shep? <laughs> well, when you don't work out on your, you don't work your legs out. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you said it, not me. I just beat you to the punch. <laughs> Two outs, nobody on. Bottom of the first. Easton Walker now facing number zero, Trey Faltini. Trey looks at strike one. 
on deck, number 17, Ivan Melendez. A one pitch in the dirt, one ball and one strike. I'm kind of bummed that this isn't the typical year because this is opening day here. This yeah. place is be have you know 10,000 people here. One ball, one strike. Base is empty. Walker gets the sign and now delivers the one-one pitch. Mm. Misses away, but not by much. Just missed. Two balls and one strike to Trey Faltini, redshirt freshman from Richmond, Texas. The two-one. Faltini lifts that into center field. Mitch McIntyre moves to his left, makes Nicely the catch, done. and one, two, three, go the Longhorns. We'll head to the top of the second, scoreless, from Austin on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the second inning from Dishfalk Field in Austin, Texas, BYU, and the Texas Longhorns, game one of a four-game series. Leading things off for the Cougars here in the top of the second. First baseman, Jacob Rogers. Rogers, Gamble, and Latham do up here in the top of the second. Both Pete Hansen and Easton Walker, the two starting pitchers, face three batters, three up, three down. And the first pitch to Raji is a ball. And Rogers is transferred from UNLV, who started for them for a couple of seasons in and out of the lineup. This is his second season now with us, but last year obviously cut short. The 1-0 pitch to Rogers. Sends that into the gap in left center. Nicely done by Eric Kennedy. Moving over to make the catch. And yeah. one away. Great swing right there. Rodgers hit that ball really well in the gap, but the left fielder covers some great ground to go get that, Shep. He was on the move. He clearly saw that off the bat because he was on the run and made a fantastic catch. But you're right. Nice contact there by Rodgers. So Cole Gamble will be the batter. Got to talk with Cole's dad before the game tonight. Cole looks to strike one. This field looks so much bigger than where we were just at at, at Bobcat Stadium. It does. But I don't think it's that much bigger as far as the dimensions go. Pitch in the dirt, one ball and one strike. It probably feels and looks bigger because of the massive Longhorn logo mm -hmm. in center field. Yeah. And the two massive scoreboards. <laughs> and the major league level lights. The 1-1 pitch. They will pill down to third. And they'll say Cole is able to check his swing. It did not go around. So two balls and one strike. And we are, how far back do you think we are, Shep? If you were to guess. Uh, I would say that ball chopped a little slow roller. Hansen able to glove it, can't get uh, it out of his it. glove oh, to throw to first in time, and he bobbles it, and Cole Gamble will be safe. Nicely done. Taking advantage of a mistake there by Pete Hansen. Yeah, well, well, Cole there, Cole is sneaky fast. He People think, oh, he's not that quick. He is extremely fast. And the pitcher just kind of assumed that he was going to have an easy out there. And because he was running down the line so quickly, he couldn't quite get out of his glove, and he beat that out. Nicely done. What, maybe 60 yards? Yeah. About 60 yards behind home. And how high up. Yes, and seriously, yeah. there's there's some height here, too. This honestly reminds me of, like, a triple-A ballpark. That's what it reminds me of. It's very nice facilities, as you would expect. Hayden Latham now looks at ball one from Pete Hansen. 
Obviously an error on the pitcher has Cole Gamble at first. So now with one out, runner at first base, Latham. They'll throw to first, and that will get past Ivan Melendez. Gamble already at second. He thought about going to third, but the defense able to put the ball back onto the infield. And now it's two mistakes, has Cole Gamble at second base and in scoring position. Yeah, great spot here early here in the second inning for senior Hayden Latham to get the Cougs on the scoreboard early. This is one thing this last week against Texas State that we didn't do a good job of. We didn't make errors. We didn't capitalize on them. We didn't make it turn, turn into a big inning. It's now two errors in this inning. The pitch to Latham. Just misses, and now two balls and no strikes. I think Hansen's a bit rattled right now. Hayden coming into this game, hitting 125. Has two hits and an RBI. An opportunity for BYU to get on the board. One out and a runner at second. The 2-0 pitch, swing and a miss by Hayden. Now the count, 2-1 and one to Latham. Two balls, one strike, one out, and a runner at second. The 2-1 pitch. Ground ball to third. Gamble will have to stay at second. A throw over to first in time to get Latham. So two away, and Gamble still at second base. Yeah, he came in with the fastball and just jammed Hayden right there. Designated hitter Sean Rimmer. From Mesa, Arizona, will bat with two outs and a runner at second base. Pitch in the dirt, ball one. And a nice job there by Silas Ardwan to block that ball. I'd love to see Rimmer just get a fastball here and just put a great swing on it. And Give us a lead. One ball, no strikes, two outs, and a runner at second. Scoreless ball game here in the top of the second in Austin, Texas. Timeout is called. By the way, the game tomorrow, which was originally set for 6.30 Central Time, 5.30 Mountain, has been moved up because of uh, some weather they expe are expecting later in the day. The game will now be at 1 Central, noon Mountain Time tomorrow. Rimmer looks at strike one, so one ball and one strike. So instead of a night game tomorrow, you're going to get an afternoon game to try and beat the weather. Yep. So we'll have it for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network at 1 local time, 12 mountain time tomorrow. Game two of this four-game series. One ball, one strike, and the pitch to Rimmer. Inside, ball two. That's three straight breaking balls now that he is uh, thrown to Rimmer. Doesn't want to go to the fastball. Gamble at second. There because of two errors on the Longhorns. The 2-1 pitch to Rimmer. Misses inside, now 3-1. Yeah, missed down and in. Good take there by Rimmer. 
great time to hit right here. BYU Baseball brought to you by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Appreciate their sponsorship. The 3-1 pitch to Rimmer. Misses ball four. And Rimmer will trot down to first base. So a two-out walk. BYU now with runners at first and second. And the batter will be the catcher, Abe Valdez. A good at bat there by Rimmer. Just being patient, not trying to do too much. And getting your senior leader and Valdez up with the chance to uh, get a big knock here. Had a couple of good big knocks for us in the four-game series at Texas State. Yes, he did. Valdez, his first plate appearance, hitting with a runner in scoring position. Scoreless ball game. We're in the top of the second. Hanson delivers and misses to Valdez. You start to hear some of the fans in attendance. Not uh, appreciative of the home plate umpire's call there. One ball, no strike, two outs, and two on. The 1-0 to Valdez. Bounces in the dirt. 2-0. And now Pete Hansen, the Longhorn starting pitcher, is pressing. Yeah, he really is. Two he errors. He had the error at first and then a throwing error. He had both errors. He did. So, yeah. So he's, in, he's responsible for the runner in scoring position. Gotta, that being Cole Gamble. Got to make him pay right here. 2-0. Valdez at the plate. Hanson delivers the 2-0. Swing and a miss by Valdez. Yeah, came back inside with the fastball. Good swing by Abe. Abe hitting 273 coming into the game with three hits. Two runs batted in. It's got a little bit of a cut to it, that fastball. The 2-1 pitch to Valdez. Ground ball foul. Healthy cut there by Abe. Yes, it was. Now Turned on that ball quick. Now you had a 2-2 count here. It's time to just absolutely battle. Find a way to put a ball in play. The shortstop's playing over in the six hole. Up the middle is wide open. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and two on here in the top of the second. Scoreless ball game. Base hit should give BYU the lead. Valdez at the plate facing the redshirt freshman, Pete Hansen. Pitch in for strike three, looking on Valdez. And the Cougars go down. No run scoring in the top of the second. Scoreless ball game heading to the bottom of the inning from Austin on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the second inning from Dishfalk Field in Austin, Texas, home of the Texas Longhorns. Texas coming to the plate here. Neither team with a hit. We are scoreless in the top of the second. BYU had an opportunity thanks to two errors on the pitcher, Pete Hansen. But Gamble could not be hit in from second base. We are scoreless in the bottom of the second inning. Easton Walker back out for another inning of work. Facing number 17, Ivan Melendez. A swing and a foul, strike one to Melendez. Yeah, when you're playing a good team like you are, nationally ranked team in the Longhorns, you, 
got to take advantage of those errors. As, it, as this game goes on, if we get more opportunities, you have to make them pay for that. The 0-1 pitch, strike two to Melendez. I was told a, a funny story today about Ivan Melendez. Obviously, they're playing up in Arlington, and the guy that does the PA there has been a longtime guy, does the stuff for the Texas Rangers. And because he's so used to, in the past, calling games for uh, Ivan Rodriguez, the 0-2 pitch misses, ball one. He assumed that it was Ivan Melendez, and it's <laughs> Ivan Melendez, yeah. but just muscle memory yeah. calling Pudge's that's funny. Games for so long. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch to Melendez. Swing and a miss. Good pitch. A strikeout in the first out of the inning in the bottom of the second. Nicely done there by Easton Walker. Easton now with two strikeouts. The batter, number four, Silas Ardwan, the catcher from Moss Bluff, Louisiana. Now that sounds legit. Yes, that definitely does. 5'11", 200-pound redshirt freshman catcher. And first pitch from Walker is ball one. will probably fall on deaf ears if you're the ones that maybe aren't hearing the stream, but we are working on it. The 1-0 pitch, strike one. One ball, one strike, one out. Ardwan at the plate facing Easton Walker. The 1-1 pitch right down the middle for strike two. Nice pitch by Easton Walker. Gorgeous night here in Austin, Texas. Temperatures earlier today in the low 80s. They're expecting some weather and some cold temps to move in. The 1-2 pitch. Outside corner, strike three. Back-to-back -back K's for Easton Walker. And quickly two away here in the bottom of the second. Dalton Porter, the designated hitter, freshman from Leander, Texas, will bat now with the bases empty and two outs. And he looks at strike one from Walker. Easton looking to give BYU some good innings here. The 0-1 pitch in there for strike two and Porter, bat never left his shoulder. Temperatures currently 73 degrees here in Austin, Texas. The 0-2 pitch. Went the other way. It's a ground ball to Deming at third. Across the diamond to Rodgers for the third out of the inning. Nicely done by Easton Walker. And we are scoreless heading to the top of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Scoreless ball game in the top of the third inning. The number nine hitter, Brock Watkins, the shortstop, will bat. He'll be followed by Pintar and Mitch McIntyre. 
Cougars still looking for their first hit. Longhorns without a hit as well. Pete Hansen back out on the mound for inning number three for the hometown Longhorns. Texas wearing their home whites with the burnt orange lettering and trim. BYU in the all grays with the navy blue Cougars across the chest. The first pitch is a swing and a miss to Brock Watkins. Brock hitting an even 200. Does have three hits, three RBI. Two runs scored on the season. Looking to get the top of the third off on a right foot. The 0-1 pitch. Looks at strike two. Just a reminder, our game tomorrow, 1 o'clock Central Time, noon Mountain Time. That is a change from it being an evening game. The 0-2 pitch to Watkins. Ground ball to short. Gloved to first, and in time, Watkins is retired for the first out on the top of the third. The shortstop, Faltini, was playing closer towards second base, so that ball was hit near the bag, and Faltini didn't have to run very far to get to the baseball and make the play at first. So back to the top of the order. Pintar grounded out to third in the first inning. Mitch McIntyre in the on-deck circle. I thought that ball that Watkins hit, Shep was going to get up the middle. Thought he hit it hard enough. Based off of the way Faltini was playing, he was, was closer to the ball than I would have liked myself. A swing and a foul to Pintar. One ball and one strike to Andrew, and that ball hit off of his, looks maybe his ankle, ankle or foot, and he's trying to walk it off. Yeah, that is not fun. It's our understanding that the, the issue with the stream has been taken care of, so for those that uh, may be joining us that way, welcome to the broadcast. Top of the third inning, scoreless ball game. And Pintar, he's still trying to walk off that baseball he took to the foot or ankle. Judd Franson, the... Team trainers taking a look at it. Just being precautious here early in the season. Let's just say let's, it's glad, I'm glad it wasn't Saturday when it was like 45 degrees. That would have hurt even <laughs> yes, more. It the sting would have lasted forever. Penny came in batting 500. 0 for 1 today. Looking to change that here. The 1-1 pitch to Pintar. Inside, but he's given the call. So strike two. One ball and two strikes. Like the umpire starting to widen his zone just a little bit. A couple of those pitches last inning were called balls. The one-two pitch from Hansen. Misses high. You know, Hansen's velo is, much, is down compared to where it normally is. He's like 85, 88 right now when, in the scouting report having 90, 92. But it's like a natural cut. His ball's cutting down and in to right-handed hitters. Base is empty. The two-two pitch to Pintar. And Andrew goes the other way down the right field line, and it will f go into the bullpen foul. So it's kind of like it you're just facing, kept slicing. Yeah, and so it's kind of like Shep, you're facing a cutter, right, all the time. Which uh, that's why he keeps pounding the right-handed hitters inside, trying to get on the hands. He was able to do it a couple of times so far in this game. He got Latham to do it, and. The 2-2 pitch to Pintar. 
Chopped foul and over the BYU dugout. The count stays two and two. Pintar has done a great job as the leadoff man for BYU. He comes in. I mentioned coming into the game, he was hitting 500. He leads the team in hits and runs scored with seven. Two balls, two strikes. Hansen gets the sign from Ardwan. And the 2-2 pitch on its way, fouled back to the screen, and Pintar stays at two balls and two strikes. Base is empty. Scoreless ball game here in the top of the third from Austin, Texas. Game one, BYU in Texas. The 2-2 pitch. Misses high. Now a full count to Pintar. The thing that I love about Pintar so far early in this season, already has six walks, Ship. What you need for a leadoff hitter. The payoff pitch. Get fair. Oh. Foul ball down the left field line. Penny pulled on that ball. and For a second, it looked like that may be a double for him if that was going to go foul, but it just kept moving out of play. The ball was hit well. Yes, just it was. A little bit too foul. So, a 3-2 pitch to Pintar. Another foul ball, and nice at bat, nice battle here between Pintar and Hansen. Pintar steps back into the batter's box. Not much wind to speak of at all here. Gorgeous night in the low 70s right now. The 3-2. Misses inside. And the BYU dugout Great at bat. shows their appreciation for the nice at bat by Pintar. The cheers and the claps from the BYU dugout. That's a, that's a great at bat. Woody fell off five straight pitches and then was able to get that walk. He just has a knack for getting on base. Nicely done. So now the batter will be Mitch McIntyre with one out. And a runner at first base. BYU coming in with a record of two and two. Timeout is called. And Ardwan wants to go out and talk with Hanson on the mound. Make sure they're on the same page here. It's a little bit of a breeze, but nothing major. Nothing like what we saw well, in I mean, San Marcos. You look at the American flags, like you said, barely moving. The Texas flag is not moving at all. And San Marcos, the five days we were there and the four that we played, it howled. It was unbelievable. I think it's the calm before the storm that's coming in maybe. Probably. And the pitch to McIntyre. Misses away. Ball one. I don't see anybody down in the pen going. Looks like a couple of guys are starting to get, stretch. Yeah, starting to get up and walk around a bit. One ball and no strikes to Mitch McIntyre. Still scoreless here in the top of the third. First base is holding on. Double play depth at the middle, so there's a huge four hole for Mitch right here. A check on Pintar. And Andrew back in time. No double headers in this series, at least scheduled right now. Will be a game every day. The 1-0. This is low and away. 2-0 now to McIntyre. Game two tomorrow. 
game three Friday, and then we'll wrap up the four-game series on Saturday. We're going to have a meeting on the mound again. This time, pitching coach is involved. Yeah, that's two straight spiked pitches he threw to Mitch. Wouldn't be surprised here, 2-0, if coach doesn't put on a little action here. 2-0, fastball count. Mitch, you know, puts the ball in play. Good runner at first. BYU in the third base dugout tonight. Texas in the first base dugout. This ballpark is on one side of the freeway. On the other side of the freeway and about one street past is where the football team plays. Is Taysom still jumping Taysom's, over people? Taysom's still leaping over people. They don't like Taysom in these parts. The 2-0 pitch. An oh. excuse me swing to second base. Nice job by Campbell moving back on the run and makes the catch. I thought that may get over I Campbell's so head. Yeah. And McIntyre is retired for the second out of the inning. 2-0. I mean, you can't check there. You've got to be on time, ready to go. So McIntyre now 0 for 2. But, Shep, if they weren't playing double play depth there, that would have been a single. But because the second baseman was already shading up the middle, He's got good speed and feet. He was able to get back there and catch that. Dimming struck out in the first. Awaits the first pitch from Hansen. And they'll check on Pintar, and he gets back. Another check on Ooh, Pintar. and threw it away. Initially, the first base umpire said he was out and then changed it to safe. And I think that's because the first baseman, Melendez, dropped that ball. They are certainly aware of Pintar at first. We'll see if they throw to Deming. And they will. Hansen pitches to Deming. Took something off of it. A swing and a miss by Austin. Yeah, good curveball right there. Need Austin to get going, Shep. He's one of our guys. He's got to get hitting. Two outs and another check on Pintar. He is safe. That umpire sure is animated. Yes, he, it he always steps into the play and kind of in a weird angle to make it look like he might be calling out, but he's trying to maybe get out of the way at the same time. Well, and Hanson does not look comfortable throwing over to first base no. either. He All of his throws have pulled Melendez off the bag. The 0-1 pitch, check swing. They'll say that he did go, Deming. Well, they just put a ball up. Looked like they called a strike. I think the umpire called a strike. The scoreboard didn't see it. Yep, and they're going to have them say it's it's not 1-1, one and one, it's 0-2. Yeah. The home plate umpire called strike, but they put a ball on the scoreboard. So that still hasn't been changed, but the count is no balls and two strikes. Hansen with the pitch to Deming. Ground ball too short. Gloved and to first in time. And the Cougars are retired in the top of the third. We head to the bottom of the inning, still scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the third, Easton Walker back out on the mound for BYU. Scoreless ball game from Dishfalk Field in Austin, Texas. The batter, number 55, Cam Williams. First pitch to Williams, launches that ball to center field. McIntyre back at the track, at the wall, and that hits off the green monster here for a home run, and it's 1-0 Texas. Williams got all of that, and it continued to carry. And the Longhorns, first on the board here in the bottom of the third. Wow. Off the, off the bat, I thought that Mitch would be able to get there, but it just kept going and going and going, and probably 415 feet right there. Nicely done. Right off the batter's eye. You're right. I was kind of thinking the same thing. It, it looked like Mitch had a beat on it, but it just never came down. No, it didn't. So one nothing here in the bottom of the third. Dylan Campbell, the freshman from Houston, looks at ball one from Walker. A lot of baseball left. Just Absolutely. Settle back down and get your offense back in there. We've had a couple of chances as well. We're going to get more. The 1-0. Foul back to the screen, evening the count at one ball and one strike. One ball, one strike. Nobody on. No outs. And now a one-run lead for Texas after the home run. One batter ago. Two and one now to Dylan Campbell. Douglas Hodo the third on deck. The 2-1. That ball hit sharply to center. That's certainly not going to get out, though. Mcintyre moving up a couple steps makes the catch. The fans got excited. The yes, they did. Left. They thought it was back-to-back. -back. Campbell is retired. Off the bat, it had this very similar trajectory, yeah. but he just didn't get enough of it. Settle down and get right back in the zone. Nicely done there by Walker. Douglas Hodo III, redshirt freshman from Bourne, Texas. Seeing him for the first time. The first pitch looks at strike one from Walker. The 0-1 pitch on its way from Easton. Ground ball to Pintart, second. Over to first in time. And Hodo retired for the second out. And now we'll get back to the top of the order for the Longhorns. Mike Antico, 0 for 1 with the strikeout in the first. We'll get his second plate appearance. Hitting with two outs and the base is empty. Exactly what you expect from Easton. You know, he gives up the one hit that, you know, happens to leave the yard in center. Good piece of hitting there but gets two quick outs right after that. Settles back in and looking for a third one to get his offense up and see if he can answer those runs. The first pitch, fouled back, strike one. A 
A home run here in the bottom of the third by Cam Williams. As Texas on top, 1-0. Bases empty, two outs. Walker ready to deliver the 0-1. Misses away, one ball and one strike. Eric Kennedy on deck if Antico can extend the inning. Antico only hitting 077. The pitch to Antico, and he crushes that ball down foul. the right field line. And foul 077 didn't, they're going to say a foul ball. That ball looked fair. Love it. So much so that the cannons went off yeah. here. Yep. That ball looked fair to me. Now, they can review that. We do have review in this series, and that's one of those reviewable plays that they can review. And you had the home plate umpire and the first base umpire both on the line looking down the right field line. Interesting thing, though, is the camera view, I'm, I'm looking at the replay right now, you can't tell whether that ball's foul or fair. The guy who calls it, it looks like it's foul. It goes over the port on horns. Well, all four shack. umpires are now meeting in front of the mound to discuss this. And he called it foul right away. He didn't wait. Instantly he called it foul. And even the hitter kind of felt like he didn't argue. They just on the replay. They're gonna go. They're gonna go look. Yep. They're gonna review this. But I mean, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I don't know how you overturn this unless there's a different camera angle because they have the one angle behind home plate. And yeah, good luck. I think you're right. From the angle that there is via the Longhorn Network. Yeah. I don't think that that can be overturned. From our vantage point, at least from my vantage point, that looked like a no-doubt fair ball. But it clearly, as it got further away, started to slice a little bit. I'm going to disagree because that's just what I do. And <laughs> I thought it was foul all the way. <laughs> that ball was absolutely smashed. Yes, it was. Right, right after I, I said he was the, hitting 077. I look at the reaction of the hitter halfway to second when the umpire said foul ball. And the umpire was out and in shallow and basically middle right field when he said it he didn't have any reaction like and he's the one that that hit it down the line it just kept hooking i think in his mind had he known it was gone he would have argued right away like no that's fair and you're he, right he, he was he not animated at all he turned his head like oh okay it just kept going and it's really hard to tell and you can't tell i mean they're showing a view right now and they're circling it up top it's foul ball Shep. you can't change that they need to have the the um you got to have the, the the post out there, Fowler Fair Post, about 50 feet higher if you're going to have a chance to see that. But Look, for BYU's sake, I certainly hope the call stands as a foul ball. I, if, I, I, I no can't evidence. see anything in no. any of these replays that no. would overturn the call on the field, which was a foul ball. Other than Texas home cooking, being that we're there. <laughs> but, I, I mean, good luck with that. We're going to draw an imaginary line and. I mean, you can't overturn that, Shep. I'm seeing it a few more times. They're still looking at it. They're taking a long I think the look. room's a little bit far, a little bit out there as well. What, you're making the umpires walk? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Yep. It's your fault for saying 077, so let's just forget the average part. Here we go. Here's the umpires coming Here we out. go. Waiting for the signal. Foul ball. Foul ball is the call. So, agreed. 
He's still hitting 077. Yes, he is, with the long strike two. With a very powerful foul ball. And Easton Walker will get a do-over. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Texas leading 1-0. Well, now this is a big spot here. Make it hurt the momentum. They think they you know, go up 2-0 with another home run. Be great for Easton to just get a big strikeout here. Get out of this inning. Get your offense back up. We got the top of the order. Antico back in the batter's box awaiting the one-two pitch. This play resumes here from Dishfalk Field. Timeout is called. And I'm not oh, sure. he tossed him. He just tossed the coach. Yep, the coach went over and was he arguing yep. and continued to chirp. This is going to turn into multiple games because of COVID if they do the rules right. Because he's going to talk to the umpire right now and close that close to him, it could turn into multiple games. And he's getting his money's worth now because he's not walking away. In fact, the home plate umpire has gone down to he's third base still trying to, chase to get in front of the coach. It's the third inning. Okay, so if they missed it, the replay, you can't even tell. He has actually a really good view at third base. Correct. Where that ball was just because of the angle. But, wow. Does the head coach coach third? That's what I'm trying to find out if that was the head coach, David Pierce. It was number 22, and now my internet is not working, so... The home crowd applauding the energy that the coach is bringing as he was arguing with the third base umpire. And that was the head coach, David Pierce, that was just ejected from this ball game. Boy, it seems like a long, long time ago that we had a foul ball, didn't it? Yeah, no kidding. Haven't had a pitch since. And Easton's going to continue to warm up. and Yeah, play Coach Littlewood went out to make sure that Easton was given a, some warm-up throws. Antico is the batter. The count is one ball and two strikes. There's two outs. Base is empty. We're in the bottom of the third. Texas leading one nothing on the home run from Cam Williams. All righty. Let's get back to playing. And now the home plate umpire says... Let's resume play. Home opener, and you're getting tossed over a home run call. I mean, hey, I can't, I can't tell you why he did it, but see if we can take advantage of it. Antico, ground ball to Pintar at second. Antico is retired, and so are the Longhorns, but not before they get a solo home run from Cam Williams. And they'll take a 1-0 lead into the top of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.